I've called you in here today, gentlemen, because something has been scratching at your brain. Hmm. A feeling that something isn't right. The truth is, you are both in the Matrix. You can continue to exist here, where leaves have color, the scents of spring are in the air, and food like pizza or steak tells your brain that it tastes delicious. Or okay, you I'm, yeah, option A. I'm good with that one. Yeah, that sounds great. Sounds great. I'm loving things here. Yeah. Things going good. Things are going good for me. Yeah. I love the way pizza tastes and spring smells. Okay, perhaps perhaps I should have led with option you neither of you want to hear option B. Why you just told us that everything that we like could stay the same. I want yeah. that. I like everything. I like everything here. Right, but don't you want to know the truth? No, 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 Matt? no, 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 okay. no, 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 no. You gave us pizza already. It's like, like, hey, you want pizza? Yes, I do. I want the but pizza. The you don't have time. to also mention the but none fucking of the pi- okay plain noodles you got or whatever. Yeah, what? and the first time, the first time I had pizza, okay, I took one bite and I knew. That there's no way, this is so good, there's no way this could be real. I don't need to question, I'm not pulling at that thread, okay? I already sort of made peace with it. Aren't you tired of the system that only provides you pizza when perhaps you would rather have truth? Stop! Uh, You're making me sick. I I don't need to hear this. No, I'm happy with pizza. I'm happy with my sort of normal life. Uh, I'm good. I I have no So you're telling me... The choice between nachos and a margarita on a nice Friday afternoon, or to yeah, see how I, uh, deep the rabbit hole. Wait, God, it's we, right. The, that's in addition to the pizza. Yeah, you, I can have yeah. all these things. Well, yes, because they're here in the matrix. But in reality, oh great, none yeah, of those it, yeah, things, sign me up. You don't. I would live a lifetime ten times over if it was just pizza. If it was just this. I got an idea. Pizza nachos. Has anyone tried that? That oh, actually sounds delicious. That sounds really that good. That sounds incredible. Yeah. All right. I'm going to speak to some of my higher ups. Because if you can get that going, that sounds great. I mean, I think it's just like tortilla chips, marinara, and mozzarella. I think I we mean, pretty doesn't much be that golden. sound incredible? That sounds, that sounds really sounds good. incredible. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Why don't you come uh, here and join yeah. us? Yeah, we'll I'm show gonna... you how uh, how deep this rabbit hole goes. Oh yikes! <laughs> Maybe you could just come with me. We don't have to go with him. <laughs> we talk current games, discuss the future of games promised by the Matrix Awakens demo, and play much little game this week on Get Played. to Get Played, the show where we discuss everything we're playing, played, and will play someday. It's your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with Nick Weiger. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Matt Apodaca. 
I'm Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. And welcome back, Bucket. Placeholder until I get is a new back? catchphrase. <laughs> the old catchphrase is back or maybe not. I, I don't know. I got I, 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 I to find some inspiration somewhere out there in the um, in the ether. Mm. Y'all catchphrases I mean, like, keep getting different and mine just stay the same. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh. So we're recording this in at the end of 2021, uh, kind of the middle of December before Christmas. And uh, we just kind of are, are trying to get a little bit ahead of things because some of us are going out of town. Did somebody um, say Christmas? Oh, no. Oh, Wait, who boy. Is oh, who is that? Oh, oh, oh. oh no. It's is, sick Santa. Are they, are they okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm Merry Christmas, everybody. Santa, it's wow. January. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say How it many is January. Christmas so. are there in January? We're well, about zero. three weeks out one, from your big day. How you doing? Two, what? Huh? What? I'm, We're about three weeks out from your big day. How, I yeah, just yeah. Sure you're I, doing I, I, I lost my ear. I lost my ear. It fell oh, no. off in the Jesus. cold. Oh, no. <laughs> you ever make a snowman and have it come to life? and jerk you off. All right, I'm leaving everybody. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye, Santa. So this is what the show is like now. I just wanted Mm -hmm. this is like, this is the the reboot. (laughs) I love it. Oh no, Santa! So recurring character in 2022. You want me back? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To answer your question, no, I haven't had a snowman do that. Well, you haven't. I'd be no, I'd be stunned. Oh, it's hard because they got twigs for hands. It hurts yeah. like it fucking hurts. You get, I, you get one of the ends, like it just tears you up. It's real. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I want to see what's in my bag. What? Um, Do you want to see what's in my not bag? Not really, but I no? guess. All right. I, for you, Nick, it's a Game Gear. Wow. Sega Game Gear. Honestly, this has a lot of value now. You know, this is pretty expensive on eBay. Well, give it back. (laughs) Uh, You want it back? (laughs) Yeah, give it back. I had no idea. Oh, oh. was I bad? Yes. Terrible. Oh, okay. Terrible. I guess I guess it was naughty. There you go. Instead, I'll give you my own eye patch. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> no, don't take that off. It's wet. <laughs> it's oh. wet. Perpetually wet. Or or based on, what was that song? That song, uh, that's some wet. That's some wet. Oh, yeah. You're thinking of the radio edit of WAP. Oh, yeah. did you? Oh, what? Did you say eye patch or eye pad? I heard eye patch. 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 Okay, okay. Eye patch. Okay. I'm gonna head out to the North Pole. You kids, stay safe. Okay. Stay vaccinated. Hey, that's actually pretty good, hey, Santa. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, that's a positive <laughs> message at the hold, end. Hold my glass of milk. Bye bye. Hold it. <laughs> it's boiling hot. <laughs> but the the show <laughs> it'll so usually be a little more now. current. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're doing this yeah, before the, the end of the year to get caught up on a couple things, but week to week, exactly. it's going to be a little more on the on the pulse. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah. be a little bit more topical. Yeah. What did I miss, guys? Sorry, I had to step out for a glass of water. I just want to be clear. It's uh, hmm? it's December 2019, right? 
Huh? When right we're recording, now? When we're recording this? Oh, yeah. It's December yeah, 2019. Yeah. Wait, so what was that message about vaccines? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's going to be, I mean, like, as soon as those vaccines come out, things are going to change. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> this will all be over? Oh, this will all be over. May of 2020. Oh, good. Great. 2021. Great. Great. This <laughs> Wait, thing what? that we don't know about yet will be over. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's December 2019. We know that it's coming. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> I guess I wasn't really thinking about it at that point. Mm. You know, sort my, of that I American bought, thing. This can't happen yeah. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bought my first box of masks in early January 2020. Hmm. So that was... um. Boy, those are good times, huh? That's some optimism. The best. Boy. I told Mary. Mary was living in New York at the time because she was mm-hmm. working. And I told her uh, to leave her stuff because she'd probably be back within the month. Wow. Oh, man. That didn't turn out. No. No. New York is gone. It's uh, <sighs> the big what hole where New York was. Yeah. And a squid in Times Square. Hmm. Anybody? No, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're yes. talking about. I did it 35 yes. minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> Nick, I, Matt, I brought, what I was, was talking? Huh? I brought up, I, look, the reason I brought up Christmas, I was just going to say <laughs> it sucks that you can't. No, Santa, Santa, okay, God, you got it. <laughs> I left my uh, my half-eaten McDonald's apple pie here on my seat. No. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so you brought up, I you brought that him. up because I hate him. I don't think I like him anymore either. <laughs> no. I've I've stopped. This is the moment where I'm like I no longer believe. Yeah. <laughs> don't meet your heroes. Yeah. Yeah. You brought it up because of what? I was just going to, all I wanted to say is that it sucks that you can't gift on the eShop. It's very inconvenient. So that's a, that's annoying for Christmas. <laughs> it's getting so far away from the point that the point you make like is now like bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does suck that you can't do that. Can you do that on other stores? You can do it on Xbox, I know, because I did that for uh, a past guest. When we, I got them. Yeah, you can do it on Steam. Um, I haven't tried it on PlayStation Store, but I, I think you can. You should just be able to do that for anything, like truly for yeah. any, um, anything that you can buy online. Like even if it's like a shirt, I purchased a yeah. shirt. I'm gonna send it to your email, and then uh, that means then you can fill out the shipping details, and then they'll just take care of it on their end. You should just be able to do that for everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I feel like there's. Like there's a, you can, the, the, the one step that's left between going to a store and being able to purchase a gift for a friend and going to a store and being able to purchase a gift on a friend for a friend online is that you can't do one of them. Right. Yeah. That is the difference is that you can do one, but not the other one. I'm just so, um, you know what? That was, you guys could have chimed in earlier on that one. You could (sighs) have. Your take was just so, um, profound and i had to sit and think about it for a second yeah. uh I, I i do agree with you i something i mean look this is this happened already long ago at this point by the time this episode comes out but somebody sent a gift to my home for my girlfriend and it was addressed to my girlfriend and she opened it and she thought it was maybe something that i bought for her but it wasn't and there was no note or anything and it was a days long mystery like several days of us trying to figure out who sent this gift and then we finally figured it out 
Uh, and it was somebody who my girlfriend said, there's no way they did this. <clears throat> we had we had the same when Mary and I moved in together. Somebody got us a really nice set of plates, but they were just sent from the company. And we've mm-hmm. no we still don't know. Somebody out there got the, a nice gift for us. And, and we we don't know who did it. And we haven't thanked them. So not only was it really thoughtful, but then we seemed like jerks. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. the that was the issue because we uh, mm-hmm. my girlfriend just wanted to say thank you for uh, mm-hmm. her hat with an embroidered chair on it. Yep. Someone sent me a an envelope with no return address uh, to my home, addressed to me, written out by hand, and inside was a printout of like a like a Florida Tribune, some Florida newspaper article about like a people who were upset with some union there. Like people were upset with the hotel workers union oh. in, in like in like a, a you know West Palm Beach or whatever. And and it was and it was like stapled and it was like printed out and there was no other context and I was like how why was this sent to me and specifically and what point is this trying to make it it was like vaguely threatening but also just confusing yeah I have no idea that can how go it both happened. ways where it's yeah. sort of like hey look these people are upset with their union. What are you going to do about it, union boy or something? And then it's already yes. could be a call from the others from the from inside the house sort of being like union boy, we need your help. I don't fu- I just had no idea what was happening. Um but I do like being called union boy, so <laughs> let's integrate be that into the show. A really good <laughs> prank and really low stakes but also scary. To take a photograph of somebody's house from the street, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then print it on like a circa 1990s dot matrix printer, mm-hmm. put it in an envelope and mail it to them. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're that's like, like a, the table. <laughs> that's basically cachet. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's Mm-mm. really intense. It's the... Oh. Um, the director of uh, of uh, Funny Games, um, Judd I can't remember his name. Apatow, yeah, it's an Apatow movie. <laughs> it's no, it's the uh, Michael Haneke. It's a Haneke movie, oh. and it's like this real. It's really, um, it's just like it's like very. It's a very disturbing thing where this guy just starts getting video of like like VHS tapes of his like home like just being filmed and then eventually figures like learns who it's from but it's it's extremely unsettling can i try a a you guys joke per my resolution Mm -hmm. i guess he should have cleared his cachet yeah that's good that is good does that work is that like the thing (laughs) Yeah, I think you you did it. Yeah, it's, I you know I'm kind of mad that I didn't say it, but Great. yeah, I'm, that means I'm free for the rest of the year. <laughs> like okay, I, got I thought you were gonna be doing it. You're gonna try it. <laughs> nope, often. it was to do it once. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Maybe it was join in on the joke. I think that's what it was. Fuck! Yeah, you still got. Yeah, you still owe one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, how about we talk about some video games we've been spending some time with? It's what are you playing? What are you playing? <laughs> uh, who wants to start off? Matt, I know you've been playing some Guardians of the Galaxy, yes? Yeah, you know, I last week I did say that I was going to try to stop doing that. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, stop. Like, I'm in the middle of like four other games at the moment. Um, uh, but I, uh, my brother, uh, got he got Guardians of the Galaxy for himself. Was playing it and was like, Matt's also gonna like this game. It's his birthday. I'm gonna get this for him. And I had just saw, I saw him after my birthday. Um, and he gave it to me. And I was like, I'm going to start this immediately. All the other games that I was playing, <laughs> I put down, put aside. Um, and Guardians of the Galaxy is super fun. It's really, really good. It has like, I guess I don't know what I was expecting. Because uh, I guess I did play a little bit of the Avengers game, uh, which everybody hated. Um, mm-hmm. But I played a little bit of it. And I didn't hate it. I just was not super into it. Um, I, of course, loved... Uh, Insomniac's uh, Spider-Man games, both of them, Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles uh, Morales. Um, but with this, I was like, I don't even know what they're gonna, what this could be, really. Like right. this, because like the Guardians of the Galaxy are such specific characters. Like, what's it? What are we gonna be doing here? And it is, it is a very straightforward like action adventure game. You play as Star Lord, um, but you do have uh, control over um, the other members of the team through some like attack commands that you can have them do uh and it's it's a blast it's so fun the worlds are really cool like the like the different places that you get to to visit the story is very good so far i was like honestly very impressed with like there's like some flashback stuff where you get like some backstory on peter quill before he left earth or before he's taken from earth and mm. it is like i it's like it's very like um, well paced and like thoughtful storytelling. It's it's almost it's right. like the like beginning uh, like pre um uh whatever they call it in the Last of Us where like you know Joel or not uh, Joel yeah is like playing Crash Bandicoot on the on the couch. It's like that stuff before everything goes to shit. You're like, hey, this is actually pretty. This is pretty nice. What a nice story. Yeah, the uh, first part. Yeah, the, the literal, yeah, mo- the first few minutes of The Last of yes. Us before anything happens. Um, but uh, it's a bl- the gameplay is super fun. There's like fun, like environmental things you have to figure out. And you know, every character in the on the team has a, a different skill set. Like Rocket is obviously like a hacker. Groot can like make bridges and stuff. Drax is strong and uh, Gamora can like really get up there. And like slice stuff, she's just good at getting up, uh, mm. and it's it, it's hilarious. It's like a truly like I've laughed out loud several times playing it, which I was shocked by because I think I've um, we've talked on here quite a bit about when games try to be funny and how it usually uh-huh. doesn't work for us. But there's like some there's like literal jokes in it, like I, yeah, that are like super like funny like well written jokes that I've uh, been like, like can you can you think of a one of them? No, uh, no, um, but it's like stuff, you know, Rocket's so funny because he's little and he's, he's got a bit of an attitude. Mm. Uh, and there's like, you can, it has dialogue options too. So I'm just talking to everybody and trying to get a bunch of information and stuff, but like you can make choices that the other guardians don't approve of. And Mm. that sort of like maybe lightly impacts your, your play through of the game. Cause like. They're like, as an example, early on, there's like a quest where you're like trying to um, basically 
like get money for a fine you have to pay. Like you're mm-hmm. already immediately tasked with having to pay a fine because you fucked something up in the previous mission. So you're like, okay, well, like, we have to set. We can try to sell a monster to this um to this woman, uh, who buys like rare monsters, and you have to decide whether if it's Groot or Rocket. And if you pick Groot, Rocket the whole time is like, I don't think it should be Groot. I think it should be me. Like I'm more of a like it's Groot's too nice. He wants to be sold. Yeah, because the plan is that then he's gonna they're gonna get the money and then break out the oh got it yeah you know, the guardian that was sold and so it's like a, a you know they're running a scam on this person right uh and there's like but if you pick Groot Rocket gets mad and then he Rocket tries to will con- remember this yeah so, yeah it basically that and then. Mm-hmm. You have an opportunity to make the switch, and then you do, and it's like this was fucked up. You shouldn't. Then nobody buys that this little thing is a monster. You should have stuck with the plan originally. So then everybody's mad at you for fucking up the plan. It's super funny. Like it's like it's really really like good stuff. And I can't. It looks great on PS5 too. And like uh, the it has pretty fun um, haptic feedback as well with the dual sense. And I, I'm really really enjoying it. It doesn't seem like it's a super long game. Uh, or particularly challenging either. So I think I'm going to blast through it before I get to everything else that I'm playing right now. I it's a, you, <clears throat> I mean, that's a, I've heard a lot of strong endorsements of this yeah. game and, uh, and including yours. And I, it's just like, man, when am I going to find time for this? Yeah. But I think, I think maybe the mad approach is the way to go. Just like fucking just start playing it. Just abandon what else, whatever else you're doing. Cause it's also like it. It has such a. It just won best narrative at the Game Awards, and like so, it has like a pretty, like it does have like a, a pretty compelling story. Like it has like mm-hmm. a good like. I don't want to really stop playing this until I'm done with it because I want to get the whole story and not forget right. certain beats of it. Um, but yeah, I'm having a. I'm having a really really great time with it. I was shocked because it wasn't something that was really on my radar, right. um, at all. Um, just because of my but, previous experience with the with the Avengers game, it's like the reverse that in how in terms of how good it is. I think. Let, let me ask you this because I know it's not the cast of the movie and not really the characters from the movies. Yeah, uh, it's but do is there like kind of a a you know like is Groot kind of voiced in a similar sort of Grooty way? I would honestly that was like the first because like everybody has like a different voice, obviously because it's uh-huh. not the same cast, but like. It's somebody else doing Groot. And you can like really tell that it's a different Groot. Because even though he says the one thing, I was like, this is not my Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. Yeah, yeah it, they went with a more nasally approach. They made him seem like a sort of like a wimp. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that was, I, this cast is good. And, uh, you know, if you have like a certain like, oh, you can get the costumes from the, from the movies also. There's fun unlockables in the game if you want to be mm-hmm. like i want them to dress like they do in the movie you can put on the yeah the, something could, i would say yeah that's what i want uh, but it's it's is really there, really fun is there an option to turn off the voices so that you can imagine the ones from the movies you probably can in the settings i haven't ever tried that but like you you certainly i'm sure you could if you turn down dialogue volume cuz like mm. you can always turn up like uh you know the like background music or like effects volume and stuff. They should let you do one that local that isolates uh, um, dialogue. And they you should. can. Now I want to mute one character's performance. <laughs> That's not my prat. <laughs> <laughs>
well, speaking of funny games, I've been spending more time with Disco Elysium. I really that movie. I, I was hoping about. to <laughs> the Michael Haneke film. Yeah. Uh, the I, I I've been playing some Disco Elysium and. Uh, it's, uh, I, I was hoping to finish it so I could play Halo Infinite, which I really want to get to, but, uh, I, that said, it, it's, it's fucking great. It's really mm-hmm. good. Uh, friend of the show, frequent guest Eva Anderson was texting me about it, about it, because she co- coincidentally is playing at the same time as me, uh, heard on the podcast, and she was like, um... Uh, uh, she had the observation of just like, it's super funny. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it, it, and I was like, yeah, it is. It does, like, it makes me laugh out loud. It's got really funny choices and, uh, and, and just really funny dialogue and really, you know, just, it, it's not, the game's not a comedy. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I guess broadly could be characterized as a satire, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not really like a, a just like a straight comedy. It's very dark in, in places and very gritty. And you're largely investi- investigating a murder and just a completely, uh, dystopian world. Um, uh, but it's like it's got little sequences that will just like just like oh man I'm chuckling and it's <laughs> this game got me the, chuckling it got me chuckling <laughs> um I'll, I'll get I mean I'll just give one example of just like it's it's like the dialogue choice in the tree that you can't resist mm-hmm. which is like which is like you can at certain points there's just pay phones and you can just call people you know you you put in a point one zero real the currency in the game and you you call somebody um and there's a there you can effectively in some uh, some situations like prank call someone or just completely <laughs> lie to someone and so there was one just calling a guy and there's one of the dialogue options was this is a, a minor spoiler for an unstory thing um is is uh the guy's like who who's this and the option is like I'm the guy who's been fucking your wife. <laughs> and I was like, well, there's no way I'm not picking this. I want to see yeah. what happens. <laughs> and then what's great is your player character, uh, who is nameless as the, as the game begins, uh, has lost his memory. Uh, he has this his partner who's with him for much of the game. Uh, and his partner is a great character, but his partner like gets disappointed in you if you take certain actions. Uh, <laughs> and and it's also and it's really funny. Just think of the context of this kind of more straight lace, like down the middle, uh, you know, just just uh, detective who is like dealing with this guy who's just like behaving very chaotic, neutral and just just him just being like, what is the matter with you? Why are you making prank calls right now? <laughs> Why did you do this? There's a man hanging from a tree. Oh, my God. Who we have to investigate. Yeah, uh, but it's it's it'll great. Be like it, it, uh, having played a little bit of it. It'll also be like he'll be like, why did you just lie to that guy about yeah. nothing? <laughs> That's so funny. You just wasted your time and his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's great, which is it's it's like almost fourth wall breaking, but not quite. It's really uh, it's it's really engaging. Also, I just really like the drug system in this game. I feel so often like drugs and alcohol in games are not handled all that interestingly. It's just like, you know, you take a substance and maybe you're maybe an attribute goes up or down and maybe a the the camera gets wobbly or whatever and things start to blur. But it's just it's generally like like pretty. Uh, superficial I feel like but the the drug system in this game is like very robust and like has like tangible effects to gameplay it usually it will like improve one of your core stats and then decrease one of your health pools uh, uh, uh morale and health your two health pools and so you've got like alcohol smokes um speed and uh uh pyrrholidone 
which I thought was fictional. And then because I'm a dork and then I looked mm-hmm. it up and it's like a real drug. So I was like, oh, OK. Um, but uh, it's uh, yeah, they all have various effects and and there's different situations where you want to take them. Uh, apparently also a straight edge playthrough is like really fun to do. Um, so I'm thinking of that if I if I replay this thing, which hopefully I'll have time to do. But man, I just I, it's just such an engaging, interesting, fascinating, unique game uh, that just uh, I just always want to see what's about to happen next. So, that- yeah, I fucking could not recommend it more. Disco Elysium had one of my hardest laughs, uh, I think, in gaming history, which was when I died from a conversation. <laughs> like, yeah, it because I had no I had no idea that this was a thing that the game did. And I was talking to somebody and like failed talking to them. And then it was I think I can't like it's been so long. Like, I feel like the screen went red and it was just like you collapsed uh, on yourself from <laughs> how Im- humiliated you were in this moment. And then Game Over came on and I just start. I laughed so hard. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, if your morale or health get low enough, you can like have a heart attack. And then that's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, give Eva another shout out real quick because I ran into Eva at... Uh, the spoof miss show that we wish you a silly spoof miss, and it was great to it was great to see Eva in person. I haven't seen her in wow. a long time. Hi Eva. Hi Eva. Hi Eva. <laughs> I'm I'm just talking to the anime. I'm not talking uh, to. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I just was talking to her friend. Oh well. <sighs> okay. Hi Eva. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Heather, you been yeah? You, you had time for any games recently? Yeah, but all I'm playing is Final Fantasy for a soldier. Wow! Like, when I get a moment to play a video game, I have because it's a mobile game, so I have it on my iPad, and I have a controller, and I am considering getting the wired internet adapter so I can just make my connection that much stronger. My ping rate is somewhere around eighty milliseconds or seventy-five milliseconds. It's not terrible. Um. I have had so many rounds where it's me versus one other person at the end, mm-hmm. just one on one. And I cannot, I cannot like claim the gold medal. I'm always just a little bit off when it comes to fighting the one last guy, but all the way up, like all 75 candidates mowing through them time after time after time. Um, it is, uh, it's, I mean, like it's assembled to be addictive. It is, yeah. it, it's, it's incredible dopamine hits when you run across somebody and then manage to beat them. It has a daily gotcha. So you're, you're doing a roulette wheel every time you log in. You got birds, you got chocobos to raise. So you got to tend to them. You got to feed them. You got to take care of them. You got to breed them. You got to hatch their eggs. Like it is a perfect little system of, crunchy little interactions and then also the rising adrenaline of a 20 minute match where you are running around hunting other people on in a battle royale um it's it's fantastic i'm i i was playing it right before the record like wow i love it if i if i have a moment when i'm not working that's what i'm doing uh if and I really, I, I, I also there's part of me that's like, you have a PlayStation Five. <laughs> yeah, you have it's right there. 
Like, go play something on the PlayStation 5. By the time this record happens, I'll have an analog pocket. Like, wow. that's in the sh- that's shipping in my direction, right? Yeah. Getting a pair like, of jeans. Huh? <laughs> I said, are you getting a pair of jeans? Nick. I'll analog tell you, pocket. I'll tell you who needs a new pair of jeans. Nick Weiger's jeans are bad. And I'm I'm talking from a Nazi's perspective. Am I right? <laughs> is that is it, does that count? Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. I'd say we got 95% of the way there. I anyway, have the same yeah, I, I, I just I just I was gonna say I the same that same sort of feeling of you know, if it's on my gaming PC and I'm like playing fucking FTL or or Stardew Valley. I'm playing some game that that can like run on anything. I'm just like, why am I using all this horsepower for this fucking game? It's the same sort of thing with my PS5. Anytime I'm playing like like a like a some retro game or something, what am I doing here? I should be playing fucking state of the art AAA titles. Yeah, Half Life Alex. I still haven't beaten it, but I'm I'm like, if you could put my iPad in a headset. And then I could play first person Final Fantasy First Soldier. Oh, boy. I don't care how minimalist those graphics are. I'd be all about it. <laughs> I, I wonder what the what the player base is for that game. Because would you say, because I see that huh. it could have up to 75 players per match at once. Would yeah. you say that it's consistently 75 players? Yeah, yeah. All, every, every time I play, it's uh, 75 players. Wow. And because you, you've texted us screenshots of of your near victories like yeah. you coming in second like pretty yeah. often yeah. um i feel like it's only like a matter of time before you you get the number one spot i don't know yeah, i feel like there. by the time you get down to that other person they're like me but they have more time to game mm-hmm. right sure so like it took me it took me a long time to be like ah okay chocobos are overpowered uh, this is a, a, a mid mid match solution to like mowing through enemies because I got knocked. So then I had to go into Chocobo breeding and breed one that had a really high attack stat and then take him into the, into the battle. Great. Um, according, I mean, so I know that Twitter isn't a, uh, accurate representation of player base, but mm-hmm. it is something and there's almost 24,000 followers on the first soldier account. Wow. So, there, I mean, there is a, a robust player base. Yeah. I'd imagine that people uh, who haven't played it wouldn't be following the account. Uh, for Why would they? Right. You know what I mean? That's me thinking. Yeah. I should start a battle royale. <laughs> I get more followers than that. <laughs> so 75 Nick Weigers going at it. <laughs> <sighs> they might be going at and it I mean, in a different go- way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that may it's it's it is. I just like both of your endorsements of your. It's that I'm. En- I enjoy just hearing about what you guys are playing and what you're enjoying, and it all. But it also always makes me feel kind of like mentally paralyzed because I'm like I, yeah. I want to play both of these games. These I are glowing endorsements from people who, yeah, from people whose tastes I trust. Yeah. Uh, and and it's just like, when am I going to fucking have time for this? And then I, I just have to realize you're not going to, you're never going to have time for everything. So I, I think, and let me say this live on the show. 
Mm-hmm. I think that one of the the um, shortcomings of this new format is that we're not all playing a game mm-hmm. that subjects us all to the same sort of shared cultural experience on the podcast. We talk or about the are things we? we love. Or are we? That's right. We all played the Matrix Awakens and Unreal Engine 5 experience. <laughs> nice not a, try, Heather. It's, but that's not... It's not Checkmate. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh. No, I get. I totally get your point yeah. because it, and I. But I think we will find. We will settle into to times when we're doing that. I think there are going to be certain releases that we're all going to be playing at the same time, um, yeah. and we're going to be ta- having those discussions. And I also think we're going to also plan some episodes around. You know, hey, we're all going to play this thing and talk about it. So we'll right. we'll, we'll we'll have those. Yeah. Uh, but but we did play Matrix Awakens and Unreal Engine Five Experience, which it, we're recording this again uh, uh, before Christmas. So we're recording this before we've seen the new movie. Uh, it's on Xbox Series X uh, slash S and PlayStation 5 as of now. Written and cinematically directed by Lana Wachowski. Uh, the Wachowskis have been heavily involved in all of the Matrix games, dating back to Enter the Matrix uh, and the, the Matrix Path of Neo to a couple of shiny games. Came out in 2002, 2005 for the, like, the PS2 gen. Uh, and then there was the Matrix Online, uh, the monolith MMO that was live from like 2005 to around 2009 when it finally died off. There's a this is, Here's a game spoiler for the Matrix Online, the MMO. Morpheus dies mm-hmm. uh, in one of the missions. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, again, we haven't seen the movie. That's this uh, that uh, because that is canon in the Matrix universe, because Wachowskis are so heavily involved in it uh, and are, are keeping these properties consistent because that is canon. That's why Lawrence Fishburne isn't in Resurrections, which if that's actually true, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, that he died in something that nobody saw. And then now, <laughs> now, because uh, I I only really saw all the Matrix movies uh, this last year, um, so I didn't even play any of. I remember being interested in Enter the Matrix, even though I hadn't seen the Matrix. I was just sort of yes. like, I gotta. This looks cool. I want to. I want to see what this is. Um, and I, I remember everybody being like, "You don't get to be Neo." In this game, and then me being like, but I don't, I don't even know any of this. So this, so it, it looks cool to me, no matter what. Um, right, and never, never really messing with it. Yeah, I, I didn't play. I haven't, I haven't played any of the Matrix games. I did have a roommate who got into the Matrix, and at the time, it was not, not particularly well reviewed. That's why I didn't end up playing it. Um, the, the first one anyway. And so, Heather, did you ever mess around with one of the Matrix games? No, I didn't. But I did just share a clip with you guys um, that uh, I saw during like a watch down of one of the Matrix games prior to a release of some. I don't remember. And the clip has gone minorly viral recently. And it is a clip that happens in the path of Neo before you fight the final boss. Uh, And I think we should watch it together and potentially, you know, we can cut it off when it gets boring, but this is a, uh, a visual representation of what's happening is that uh, the two seats from the Morpheus Neo conversation appear, which are now also in the um, matrix awakens uh, unreal demo mm-hmm. and uh, two Atari style graphic robots, people walk on uh, on screen representing the Wachowskis uh, and they have the following dialogue. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Andy Wachowski. And I'm Larry Wachowski. Or rather, these are the digital projections of our mental selves. First of all, congrats on reaching the final stage of this game. You kick ass. Yes, we salute your excellence on the gaming field. Now, the real reason we're here is to discuss the big problem we faced in turning these three movies into a video game. You see, at this point in the story, Neo stands on the verge of Satori, ready to resolve the paradox of choice and choicelessness, of free will versus fate, but that can only be achieved through an act of surrender, which he occurs after he has abandoned the perspectival nature of truth, accepting the totality of present consciousness, which ultimately allows an evolutionary transition. Transcending the Cartesian dilemma through the emergence of delimited spirit, which then provides the world with a choice of a third path, the path of Neo's path <laughs> You promised you wouldn't do that. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> it is an extre- extremely meta- conversation about what games have to do in order to tell stories. And uh, the Wachowskis um, say Neo has to die in the, in the films in order for the story be to complete, but you can't do that in a video game because it sucks if you just play all the way through this thing and then you become, uh, you die. So instead as meta commentary, he fights a kaiju agent Smith. And yeah. that's like the end of the game. Um, and there is an element of that meta conversation that happens in uh, the new Matrix Awakens. Uh, 100%. I mean, yeah, that, that that's had. like, because it is like, it is, uh, you know, we've got, uh, we've got Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss models playing their characters from the movie, but also playing themselves. And there's a lot of them just like talking to the camera in that same setting that you talked about, that same one we just watched. It's the same sort of thing, the the white field, the white psych with the two chairs. And uh, and also there's a sequence where they are like in a car chase and they kind of talk about what's going on in the game with a third character whose name is I.O. And uh, let's just uh, hear a little bit of this. The hell are you doing back there? Sorry, I was told this is a sim preparing me to fight the system. Right on. You know about this? Yeah. It's all supposed to be a little unreal. Word of advice. Agents are bad, but whatever you do, stay the hell away from marketing. Direct look at the camera. See you soon. What an exit. Yeah. Just opened his car door and then just flew away. Yeah. Very cool. The, the, the fucking coolest. Yes. And I that love sequence, it. that sequence happens because Carrie Ann Moss is like, hey, we got to stop talking about all this psychobabble because marketing wants an action sequence. Right. So yes. here's an action sequence, and, which is essentially what they did in the path of Neo. It's the same setup execution. It's like, well, if we're telling a story, we want to talk about these things, but you know, you guys need candy. So here's candy. I'm listening. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of, so the demo is pretty short. Uh, I, I play, I played through the whole thing a couple of times and, um, 
it's like, you know, and then and watch some other people playing it as well. And it's like, it's like, you know, what, like 10, 15 minutes of content. It's not a lot. Uh, it depends on how much time you want to dick around in that open world, I guess. But basically, yeah, you've got this opening cinematic and then you've got this this rail shooter chase sequence in the car. And then you've got this open world sequence where you can just sort of wander around the city, uh, which is pretty big. It's pretty substantial. Huge. And you can walk and you can and you can fly the camera and you can drive. Uh, but it's all to demo the, uh, uh, you know, Unreal Engine 5. And I got to say. It really is very impressive on a technical level. Like, I was like, this looks pretty fucking great. It is just like we are at the point where, okay, everything is just like a better version of what we currently have. There's not like a it's all evolutionary. It's not like the the big seismic shift that maybe putting on a VR headset is. Uh, But it is still just like it, it looked really, really fucking good. I was very impressed by the character models and how they looked and how they animated. Paradoxically, I feel like they look better close up. Uh, like like a little further away, they look a little uncanny valley the way they move, a little puppety. Uh, but the but up close, they they hold up really really well. And I don't know, I was I I enjoyed it. I was I was very impressed by the whole thing. I really enjoyed it as well. But I was also sort of just like, why like if we launched next gen consoles already, how could we yeah. we could we if we didn't have this yet. We should have we should have waited for this, like because you know what I mean. Like it's, it's like <laughs> the leap between PS4, like a PS4 Pro and a PS5, uh, at the at time of launch was was minimal, wasn't nothing, but was like sort of like, uh, almost like PS4 Pro Plus minus the yeah, stuff that you four, can get 40k f 30 fps to 40k 60 fps yeah. or 4k 60 fps rather. Of course, that's ex- excluding like what the. The real um uh like next gen feature of like the PS5 is is the this is the dual sense. Like that thing is incredible. Um right. but if this launched with it, you would be like <laughs> uh, it would just it would everybody would have shit themselves. Like I couldn't believe it. Like when I got PS3 versus PS2, I was like, this is like watching a movie. This is insane. I can't believe what I'm seeing right now. Um but I I I that was my first take with this. My second take was there should be a hundred Matrix games. <laughs> it de- no, one hundred percent made me made me want a Matrix game. I don't know, Heather. What did you think? Well, um, hmm. Okay, time to be contrarian. No, I look. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I get that. So everybody's going on and on about how like incredible it looks. And I yeah. remember those same conversations when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. And now you look at it and it's like, what a fucking joke. This game is well, ugly yeah, as shit. I, I I have gotten to a place where I'm looking at this, any, any digital city in a video game. And I'm only seeing it as a video game. And until... There is a moment in one of these demos or in one of these open world games where I'm like legitimately shocked that it's not like an Apple drone flyover from like Apple TV or like mm-hmm. that it isn't just footage. Um, I Then I'll be impressed. But at this point, it's still it still looks like a video game to me. I will say that it looked better when you turn mm-hmm. off the Matrix filter. Uh, like, because you can ch- toggle tons of settings, like the focal depth on the camera, the f-stop you're shooting at. Like, you can turn on and off the uh, the the matrix green that co- that color grading, and it, you can make it look more realistic. But I I I thought the the chase scene f- 
just looked like a video game. The chase scene is not particularly impressive. The chase scene is is uh, if anything, it's kind of superfluous. I get why they included it. It's it's for me. It's that opening cinematic, especially contrasting the Keanu m- model with the Johnny Silverhand from Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, it's just like oh yeah, this looks way better. Um, and is is you know well, not going to work. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> like all the textures were loaded on this one. Um, also, it was. Uh, it, 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 but uh, like, like that opening cinematic and then also the, which also is very matrixy. It's like very cool. And like, you know, like what you were talking about, Heather, just the commentary of it is like very in universe, which is great. And then the, uh, I don't know, I thought the open world. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's nothing groundbreaking gameplay wise. I mean, there's not really any gameplay to speak of. It's just sort of, you, you just sort of walking around and driving, but it does look very cool for an open world, you know, for for this type of game, for this game template. I don't know. I was I I I thought it was impressive. It did make me want a Matrix game more than anything. Um, yes. But I get your point. The uh, I I mean, it's cool because in the be- we didn't even really talk about like the very beginning of it, which is like um, it, it, you see the two chairs. There's like the scene from the matrix that is completely redone in the uh unreal 5 engine um, right and then neo at his computer yeah and then neo not neo keanu reeves <laughs> like for real shows up in it and is real and yes. as neo or you know or, or i guess he's not as neo yet uh he and says then, he's he says he's Thomas Anderson. Yeah. And then he's like, hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. I played Thomas Anderson. Yes. Back in the Matrix movies. But sometimes he's real and sometimes he's not. And like they do a good job of being like, I mean, you can tell sort of when he's not. But for like one second, you I was sort of like, I don't think I think this is him. And then being like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a computer man. The the so the um the uh, the part of why they have this this new, the hero character Io is according to their copy I'll just read this um the open world city environment includes hero character Io who is the launch character for metahuman creator as well as thousands of metahuman agents demonstrating exciting new possibilities for high fidelity in game characters at scale so they're kind of trying to say like hey this this computer generated character. This I I'm not sure I believe metahuman might is is procedurally generated models. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this character can hold up versus like a full 3D scan of two well known actors and does pretty well honestly. Yeah. yeah, I mean it looks better than Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Like sure yeah, and there was a time when that trailer came out and everyone was like, oh my god, it's people. How are we ever going to know the difference between people <laughs> and this? And you watch it mm-hmm. now and you're like, huh, were we dumb? Were we really stupid? I think so. Like, only because whose hair could be like that? <laughs> 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 no one. No one could have perfect hair. I mean, I it's look, I'm going to begrudgingly say it's good, but I I'm over the like, oh, it looks so real because it doesn't. It just doesn't. It doesn't look real. Look like a video game. Sure. Yeah. I. I mean, we look. We go through this cycle every generation. Uh. The the leap from PlayStation One to PlayStation Two was like you know, r- really it felt like a like a like a huge leap. Uh. Th- this is not the the most amazing like groundbreaking thing I've ever seen, but I think it is cool and that it's in the Matrix universe is like I don't know. That's the that's got a little 
gives it a little cachet of its own. I think yes. if they really want to push this technology and make people really think about it, they got to just get, they got to do it on somebody who's like ugly or like just like normal looking. Like, cause like if sure. it's, e- I feel like it's easy. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. You can recreate a, like a, a, a known hot person. No problem. That's like, <laughs> cause people will lovingly do that. It's sort of like really like attention to detail, like do that stuff, but get somebody in there who's like not known for being like very handsome and like, just see what they can do with it. Cause if you can make that look real, then we're in business. We can get anybody in there. It would be kind of funny to get a, a full scan of like somebody who looks normal yeah. and then see what it would take to adjust them to be beautiful, like mm. to really devastate don't show them. A, a, an individual by being <laughs> like, yeah, OK, so if the triangle like the polygons in your face were just adjusted just this much. Yeah. Then slide then this you'd scale be back a fucking movie star. <laughs> Give you penis two. Oh, <laughs> penis too. <laughs> One of my favorite things about whenever you activate genitals on like a character creator is that they are they come into existence as if they've been thrown onto the body. <laughs> yeah. So they're like nice. wiggle for a moment. <laughs> right. Like you would, I, yeah. Oh, I want, I want these tits, and they're like bounce for a second, and then they're, and then they settle. You mean these? Uh, <laughs> I do like that the Matrix stuff that was in it uh, was specifically set in the uh, like the reload Matrix Reloaded, uh, yeah. So as to not confuse anybody about whether or not like any of it was canon to the new movie or something mm, because of mm, uh, right. it dropping so close. Uh, to release, hmm. um, I, I I did have one thing I wanted to say, which was that you know whatever whatever praise we want to give it or not give it aside, I it did make me wonder just how labor intensive this must have been because there's not a lot to it. Like I said, there's you know like ten fifteen minutes of gameplay, um, and I like are we just going to reach a point where? First off, they do talk a lot about the like what's procedurally generated in the game. They talk about, you know, how they the, like smart object placement and 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 features that the engine will have where, you know, supposedly that this a lot of this stuff can be, uh, you know, automated so that there's there's there doesn't have to be as much, you know, of one person just or just like a team of people just like, you know, slaving over trying to implement this and trying to, to create this world. But it, it did make me think, like, are we just going to reach a reach a point where we've got like. You know, six AAA titles a year, all with billion dollar budgets and 5000 person teams, you know, sp- uh, spread across 16 different countries to try and get these things done to uh, get the level of graphic fidelity that is promised in in demos like this. Because I, I, don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know how it would be achievable to make a full game at this I, level of. I think that the future of gaming outside of these indie smaller not AAA titles. Here's mm-hmm. my prediction is that the future of gaming is going to be perpetual wor- worlds with uploaded content a la uh, Valhalla, which has a mm-hmm. $40 expansion coming that just puts new stuff inside of this graphically intense, gigantic landscape. So you'll have like, it'll be like, oh, it's the Disney universe and it will be a giant playground of photorealistic environments that will house Disney content, which is then dropped in 
like like a metaverse, but more like a video game. Does that make sense? That's my prediction. That's where I think we're going, guys. No, I I think you could be right. I mean, that's kind of kind of and I haven't messed around with Roblox, but my understanding there is that a lot of it is just like, you know, user generated content. And and that's how they they are able to like, you know, that's what's in that's what keeps people playing that game is that there's just like so much stuff that that people can make themselves and and that people can play that was made by others. That's something that I am confident in saying that I'll never do. I'll just never because I just, I just don't have time to even think about getting into Roblox. I, I I'm glad right. that people are doing it and it seems like a really fun like cool uh community. But uh, I'm gonna sit this one out. I can't. I don't have time. Thank you though. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on this before we get to a segment? Hmm. Uh, I mean, why don't we? Why don't we just take a second right here Mm -hmm. so we can pause and say then and we'll cut in what we thought about the new Matrix movie. I'll go first. Man, I saw the new I saw the new Matrix movie and I saw it and I I I, I experienced the movie. Uh, I saw the new Matrix movie. This is Weiger talking after I saw the new Matrix movie. Um but I had to take a bathroom break during the best part. Uh, you know, I hate to be this person, but didn't like it. Didn't like anything about it. Absolutely fucking hated the new Matrix movie. <laughs> it sucked. What a disappointment adulthood has been. I'm tired and sad all the time. Boo! <laughs> and then you don't have to replace my audio because that'll be exactly what Uh-oh. I do. <laughs> Great. Got it, got it, gotcha. Okay, good. Can I tee up our 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 segment? I think it's more like a segment. Am I right? Okay, Heather. Hell yeah. Yes, this rocks. Yes. Fuck yes. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Time for it's time for a segment. Can our contestants recognize these video game songs? It's time for Matt's Little Game. And just a refresher of how Matt's Little Game works. Uh obviously our contestants are uh Nick and Heather. Mm-hmm. And I'm the one that's running the game. Because it's right. Matt's little game. Right. Uh, How do we bring in again? Um, you could just say your name. Great. Okay. Uh, but and, here's and how I'm it works. I'm supposed to saw my leg off? No, you don't have to. I saw you starting to prepare to do it, and you were sort of like yeah. licking your lips. You don't have to do it. Yeah, I was ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's how it works. I'm going to play a song, and you have to guess what it is. The songs are from classic video games. I will first play a version of the song that has been reversed and pitched down. Then I will play a version, uh, if you can't guess from there, then I will play a version that is just pitched down. And you can guess at any time, and if you get it right, you'll get a point. Capiche? All right. Let's Love do it. it. Okay, here's, here's your first, here's the first song. Thank 
been reversed and pitched down. Weiger. Nick. It sounds... 8-bit. Interesting. I'm gonna say this is the underground theme from Super Mario Brothers. Okay, uh, Nick is wrong. Okay. But it's no, of no penalty. This is... I think this is on my fuck mix. <laughs> As is. As is. Like, I'm pretty sure this... <laughs> also, I've been using the same fuck, fuck mix since I was 18. <laughs> um... I have no idea, dude. Like, I have no idea. You have no idea? This is so hard. Okay. Yeah. It sounded pretty crazy, though, huh? Yeah. It did. It really did. Okay, so um, I'm now going to play the same song, but it, it's going the normal way, but it is pitched down still. Oh, so we get another crack at it. Yeah, okay. you get another crack at it. Oh, Heather. Heather. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. Heather is incorrect. Fuck! Trying to get a clue from the syncopation. I like the idea of somebody listening to the podcast in their car with their windows rolled down and this part turned <laughs> up real loud. <laughs> Sounds like there's like hand claps in there. No idea, dude. No idea. You guys There's give like up? kind of like a marimba to it, too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just uh, just tell me. It's the theme from Crash Bandicoot. Oh. What a nice little song that I made bad. Wow. So Heather was close with Donkey Kong Country because it's the same sort of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of had a jungle uh, aesthetic. Sounds a lot like the 30 Rock theme. I'm just realizing it. Hmm. (laughs) Did they steal from Crash Bandicoot? (laughs) Carlock, I'll see you in court. Um, okay, here. so nobody has a point. Uh, I, I yes. just decided to, I'm going to make an addendum to how the points go. Okay. If you guess it when it's reversed and pitched down, that's two points, baby. Wow. Mm. But one point if it's, just, uh, if it's just reversed. Okay, great. No point for the song, because come on, yeah. what do we do? What kind, of, what kind of game is this? Sure. Uh, here's, the next, here's the next song. Well, this is the Super NES chipset. Right? Maybe not. Any guesses? Uh, Heather. 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 
This is, um... Legend of Zelda. Heather is incorrect. Fuck! The fuck are we listening to? (laughs) (laughs) This is hard. This This is is a hard hard. game. It's Matt's little game. In terms of segments, (laughs) this one is the hardest one. Yeah. It's funny for me because, not to brag, it's very easy for me to do. <laughs> to make my twisted little songs. Okay, you guys can't get uh, it I don't this. know, is this, from, this is a Super Castlevania 4, I'm a wild guess. Uh, Nick, you're incorrect. Okay. Um, All right. So I'm going to play just the pitch down version. Okay, I'm recognizing this. So this is from a Castlevania game. This is from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Nick, you get a point. Hey! Wow! It's Dracula's Castle. As yeah, a fucking. Oh banger. man, what a bop! Really, really good. Oh yeah. Okay, so this is this is the twisted psychology of Matt's little game, because I'm like, okay, well, this will be something from Matt's wheelhouse. But then you hit us with Symphony of the Night, which I'm not, sh- I don't think of as a, as a Matt game. I've never played it before. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking twisted. This this game, you don't know who you're fucking with here. Okay, this is Matt's little game. All right, and you're all just little pawns on my board. <laughs> hmm. um, Can I just have my head? Uh, can I just like set up this bear trap on my head? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna give an opportunity for an additional point. Wow. Okay. My little playlist of tricky songs does have a theme, and if anyone can identify what the theme is, they'll get one extra point. Here's the next. What was song. the first one? Remember the first. The first one was Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. This, ne- this one was uh, was Castlevania Symphony Night. Okay, that's right. Here's the next. Got song. it. Weiger. Nick. I think this might be the overworld theme from Final Fantasy VII. Nick. If only I had the victory sound from that one. You're right. Wow. Good grief. Two points to Nick. A psychotic move. Very, very good. It's hard, it's hard enough when it's pitched down. The reverse, the reversal is really tough, but it's got some big progression in there. Kind of tip me off. Great. And also, I think I think I know the theme, but should I hold? Should I sit on it? No, say it. Say it. You might not. You might not get a chance to answer correctly again. These are games from the Sony PlayStation One. Okay, Nick. Got an additional point for Nick. Nicholas wow. Frank Weiger. On the board I with four. It. Heather, you can still come back. Huh? Oh, we're still playing? Okay, got it. <laughs> That's the other thing about the little game. 
it's done it, when it, I it say it's done. It goes on for a little too long. <laughs> <laughs> Should we stop it? No, no, finish it off. No, I Please. love it. Please. Oh, okay. okay. Honestly, love it. It's just, it's just so, it's, it's mentally exhausting. It feels like we've been doing it for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's okay. Here's the next song. Look, I've played PlayStation, but like, I was Saturn at the time. These are hard for me. It's definitely got a rapid tempo. I can't tell if it's, honestly, it sounds like it's in a major key, but I honestly can't tell with a combo of reversal and pitch down. I feel like I'm just going to throw up on my (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. This does not make me feel good. Should I play just the pitch down version? Yeah, let's go. Let's hear just pitch down. I don't think this is correct, but the syncopation is making me think it's maybe Metal Gear Solid. You were incorrect, Nick. Okay. Heather, care to venture a guess? Oh, God. No, I have no idea what this is. It is from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Superman (laughs) by Goldfinger. Oh, my God. You sick fuck. (laughs) I'm I'm twisted. I'm not right. You don't know what I have to do to do this. Of course, of course you would pick this. Just when you thought you had me figured out earlier, thinking, <laughs> oh, this is going to be in Matt's wheelhouse, and me being like, well, now why on earth would I do that? And then I go ahead and do it. <laughs> I do have one final song. I it's love the last it. one. All this right. is great. Heather. No, this, this, would be, this would move along more, but just Heather and I spend so much time thinking. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's truly difficult, but, it, but it's great. And Heather, if you get this right, uh, I'll give you an opportunity to tie it up. Wow. This is the double. This one's worth double. If you get it right in the, with the first version of it. Great. I'm having fun making up these rules. Uh, I'm just wondering what's going to happen with the shotgun chair I'm sitting in. So... <laughs> Again, you brought that from home. I don't know what you're supposed to what you're doing with that. Here's the here's the final song. That's talking. It's really low But that might be a clue. It could be something with vocals. The funny thing to me about this segment is that it disturbs you guys and probably the listener as well. Probably nobody involved likes this. (laughs) 
listeners are just confessing to being involved in terrorist attacks they had nothing to do with. <laughs> Fine, I'll, uh, get I don't fucking know. I'll get boosted. <laughs> uh, I'll say Resident Evil 2. Nick, incorrect. Heather? No, I have no idea. Okay, here's just the pitch down version. That really sounded like something was vocalized there, you're right. Oh! Then some really, some real high pitches there, too, go. Heather! Is it Parappa the Rapper? Heather. You're correct! Oh, great, great guess. It's all in the mind if you want to test me. I'm sure you'll find. I'll show it to beat ya. You get a letter from beat ya now. Kick. Kick. Punch. Punch. Chop. Chop. Block. Block. So good. An iconic tune from an iconic game. Excellent work, Matt. Not more iconic. That meant, that meant I won, right? Because I, I got it. Oh, no. I, no, because you only did. You did only get half. You got double points, but on the one where you only get one. So you got two. So Nick is the winner. Um, uh, Nick won Matt's little game. But we all lost. <laughs> Congratulations, Nick. Your prize is toilet flavored calorie mate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And I'll give I'll I'll burn you a disc. I'll burn you a disc of the songs, Nick, since you want them so bad. Yeah, I do. I want that on physical media. <laughs> what a what a you know what I liked about that is just like we got to hear some great tunes from a distant era. Yeah, I thought it would be fun to sort of pick a uh pick pick a a theme. And I might do that going forward. Who knows how you'll be tricked when it comes to Matt's little game. This week's theme, no theme. You sick <laughs> <I'm> fuck. Crazy. <laughs> hey, that's this week's Get Played. You can follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. Great up, dudes. Very yeah, fun. A real good time. And guess what, everybody? You got played. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>